Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily. Some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Thanks as always for uh, tuning in. Uh, well, apart from us having a bit of a chat, um, we were joined by Mark Bennett over in uh, Russia. Uh, he brought us a report from the first ever uh, men's world slapping competition. That's right, slapping. Mm, yeah, good. <laughs> well, yeah, good, but a bit, a bit of skullduggery involved as you'll uh, hear. A bit violent. Uh, also, Andy goes tonight for his first rock choir so um, you'll be able to hear the, the kind of build-up to that and if Andy's voice is, is, will stand up to it. No, it's dreadful. So here it all is. Enjoy. Basically, it's a, it's a great job. I mean, United have got a fantastic squad. They're going to shuffle the pack a little bit in the yeah. summer. They'll get rid of a few. They'll bring a few in. I can't see it, you know, I can't see it not being a success. You know, there's no reason why United should be in the top four every season mm. with their resources, with the squad that they've got, and I'm sure they will be. Uh, it's I kind of corporately Tango. not necessarily the... It, it, the good thing is... It's that, cheap. I mean, the Glazers will love it. Well, it's a lot I cheaper than... I don't think that's it. I mean, oh, I, but yeah. I think you heard what... Well, yeah. You don't know. Of course they love that. They've, oh, they've no, got this ready-made no. bloke that costs about half of what anybody else would cost. No, I agree with that. But, you know, they would have given... They would have thought long and hard about that. There would have been times when it was going well for Ollie and they were thinking... You know, how does that look to the rest of the world? But it, what, he's got something special. He's got connections to the club and, and love from the fans, and, mm. and that's worth a great deal. And he's overcome all the questions uh, you would ask. Well, I mean, we'll find out in the long term. We will we? find out. We'll see what happens in the rest of the but season. But Van Gaal was making... It's interesting they give a job to a kind of old boy and somebody who's not had a particularly exalted managerial career. When he turned around yesterday... Van Hoff, slightly bitter, I think it's fair to say. Oh, just a and touch. So this, is a, this is a business, this is a corporate club, it's not a football club, but they've made a decision, which is all football, haven't they, really? Well, I'd say so, yeah, mm. definitely. Uh, I watched the World well to Emma Hayes and her Chelsea women, oh, it's always great to see PSG go out of any tournament. <laughs> the Schadenfreude. Yeah. It's so funny, they've got this sense of entitlement, even with the women players, they've signed all the best players, and they've got this sort of fans who create this hostile atmosphere, but not needed at a women's game like that, so well Yeah, they were setting off flares and everything. Oh, I saw some pathetic, footage of it. Pathetic, but, uh, but it was wasn't it a last minute winner? It to, was. For I mean, it looked you know the away goal really helped there because once they'd scored, they had to get two, and uh, yeah, it looked bad for Chelsea if it had gone to extra time. It was two nil on the night, two two on aggregate. Yeah. So that late goal did it, and uh, well played to them. They've got. Um, I didn't realise the game kicked off at six o'clock though, so I can't ah. give you extensive report. I'm so when you turn fifteen on. minute report, <laughs> I can give you. It's all the important bit. So but that left. They've them. got. It's Wolfsburg, isn't it? 
Yes. Is it next? Who uh, are they? Is it no, no, is it Leon, I think. Oh, is it Leon? They got Leon. I think it's Leon, oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'll have to check that. But, but yeah, no, I think you are right, actually. Yeah. But they could potentially go because, uh, yeah, Wolfsburg are very good, aren't they? They are very good. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah they, that left me a bit bereft. Oh, okay. Of sport so, to watch. So I ended up watching. Did you not find any sport? Not really, no. I watched the real Marigold Hotel. Okay. Well, anybody program. sporting in it? Any Not really. Steve the, Davis the or someone? The Crankies? Well, I'll the tell you what. try out life for a pensioner in Mexico. Um, the, the, one of the... I used to work, I've said before, the brother of um, the, your, your man in the Crankies. Ian Tuff. Uh, Ian, yeah. Uh, Ian's brother. I used to work with him, and he, he works on the sport front. So that's a nice connection. Nice Colin, hello, Colin. Connection. Good afternoon, Colin, if you're listening. <laughs> anyway, Gave Bill a... Leckie his first job. Oh, really? So there we are. Oh, oh, mate, from the Scottish well, song. Well, well yeah, yeah. brought back to brought sport. Brought that back to sport. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, you won't be able to bring Fleabag back to sport, but what a brilliant show that is if you haven't seen it. Well, you were right. I can't was, bring that back to sport. It I'm was afraid. quite dark, to say the least, but it was excellent. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, then I watched Married at First Sight. Have you ever seen that? It's a really weird idea. No. You basically turn up, and the first time you meet the person you're going to marry yeah. is on the day. What about that? What about that? It's bonkers, really. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. Is this American or British? No, no, it's, it's British, and experts put the two together, and uh, it's sounds, a psychological It sounds a bit lab-ratty, that, doesn't it? Well, it is. I mean, you know, look, if it doesn't, it is a real marriage. It's a proper marriage. So if you, it's if not you really, want to get out it? of it. It's well, not a proper marriage, Well, is it, it is. I mean, at the wedding, I mean, if they, once they're married, officially, then if they want to get divorced, they actually have to physically get divorced. It's not... Well, no, I take it. I take it from that point of view, but yeah, yeah, no, of course mm. it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I take it it's not a church wedding. I know that wouldn't no. go down too well, would it? <laughs> not really. No, we ended up having. Do you go to the vicar and say, "Well, it was, yeah, <laughs> but you do have, you will have to come to church for the next uh, six months," and uh, and so if you say, "Yeah, well, this is the marriage where the two people have never met each other before," and the vicar said, "Get out, yeah, yeah. get I, out of my church." I said church. to my wife, "It would be. I would have been quite pleased if, if we'd done that." And I'd look round, and there she was coming up the aisle. She was very beautiful, and uh, I'd have been delighted to see her, but her not so much. Yeah, she'd have probably been quite disappointed. Yeah, I think she would have. Been. <laughs> Once you lifted your veil, it wouldn't have been great, would it? It wouldn't have been ideal. Yeah. And uh, we ended up having a debate about whether the couple that looked alike both had inward sloping teeth. It was quite <laughs> almost like sport. Maybe that was one of the criteria for uh, judging them. Anyway, not very sport, Andy. Not sporty, but... Oh, I can't match. I watched uh, okay. the film... Being frank, yesterday I, I was sent a link to it, and I watched the film last night. Um, and now, because I'd only seen trailers, mm. and but it's excellent, Andy. It's fantastic. Oh, good. I've got the link now, so it's, I'm going to watch it. It's yeah. as much about Chris Seavey as it is Frank, really. And uh, the, obviously, the two stories are inextricably linked, and mm. it's very moving and very funny at the same time. So if people get a chance to see it. It'll Sounds be a, good. It's available for digital download, I think, by the weekend. But it's out in some cinemas. But if you loved Frank Sidebottom, and tell me when we talked about that kind of absurdist sort of lineage. We didn't mention um, Vic and Bob is beyond me because there's a... There's oh, a of course. There is there's, you oh, know, yes, so course. many elements of Vic Absolutely. and Bob in, yeah, yeah. in what Frank was doing. But anyway, highly recommended and a bit of football in it as well because he, uh, he ran his own football team. I see this morning that the uh, Duchess of Sussex, uh, yeah. Meghan Markle, has uh, asked superstar Elton John to teach her new baby to play the piano. Yeah. What is it about famous people? Are they well, like somebody who know the Beckhams and they'll get David Beckham to have a Work kick on around. a few free kicks with yeah, him, yeah. Think, 
don't you just get normal people? Yeah, no, get a normal piano. Do you know Elton John's one of the world's greatest rock artists? He's not going to sit there going he's through probably the Probably not scales. one of the world's greatest pianists. I mean, he is he's very good, but, you know, I'd probably... I'd, I'd be calling Rick Wakeman first, really, if, if you want to improve the, the kids' chops. Really, you'd start with Rick. Uh, he'd be pretty close to the top. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Spanny Jacobs here on Talk Sport. Joining us now, um, back treading the boards in a farce. Lovely. Called Octopus Soup. It is Nick Hancock. Hiya, Nick. Hi, Andy. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thank you. Yeah, we're all pretty good, thank you, Nick. So, um, you've done, is this a first farce for you? Have you done this before? No, well, I've lived a farce all of my life. <laughs> 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 it's been, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a bit of a first for me doing... Um, a, a farce has been great fun traveling around the country. I've got to see a little bit of football here and there. Went up to Darlington, saw them play Chorley, so that was good. <laughs> Very good. And uh, and the cast with you, I mean, really a lot, of, a lot of familiar faces. A lot of familiar faces. So you must, presumably, if you're all traveling it's around. Great. Sorry, Nick? It's like, watching, it's like watching UK gold. We've got <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bradley there, Richard, Paul from EastEnders, obviously, and Holby and Eric Richard from The Bill, and we've got. Uh, Karen in Backhouse and Gillian Bevan, and they're, they're lovely. They're lovely, yeah. Good stuff. I'm, I, I, don't, I, went, I don't think I've only ever seen T1 kind of modern farce. Uh, and uh, this involved, remember Terry Scott, of course, uh, Nick. Mm. And Terry, of course. Terry Scott was in it. It was a time Ray Cooney. It might have been run for your wife or something like that. And you all know they are very. You're kind of at the centre of the maelstrom, so you're doing a lot of charging yeah. about, running in and out, aren't you? And, and Terry, at one point, had to pick up a phone, and he picked up the phone in the moment quite violently. It was the old style mm. handset, yeah, you know, and smashed it into his forehead. And, and we saw we saw the cut open, and there was all this claret running into his eye. <laughs> really? I was waiting for the doctor. Yeah. It was like going boxing. Denny Mancini to come in the cuts man, cuts man, and put some <laughs> adrenaline in it. You don't often have a cuts man in the corner when you're doing a Ray Cooney fast. But so I think let that be a word of a word of warning to you if you're getting too into the moment. Yes, I'll, I shall push a towel on the side of the stage to be thrown in if that ever happens. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want salon perfect nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast 
from TalkSport. Now, I was just went into the control room yep, uh, yeah. during the break there, during the news, and saw the producer's running order. And look what he's done. You know, you always say he's like me. Look, he started doodling like mine. Look. Yeah, he, he has. This is quite worrying. Is because he's becoming you more and more often, and this is not good. He's only gone. He's only in blue bar. He hasn't gone full colour like me today. No? Yeah, well, it's, 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 good, it's good to know that while we're sort of driving the business forward, you two are managing to do drawings. So fantastic! I'll bring some plasticine in for the pair of you tomorrow, shall I? Some play-doh. That's a good idea. Flaming neck pair of kids. So um, we move on because we have a hard-hitting sports news agenda here on the show, as you're aware. And on the day that Manchester United make a permanent appointment as manager, something we will reflect uh, uh, on, on a little bit more later on, uh, we turn to the uh, inaugural uh, male slapping competition, which took place in Siberia. Mm. So we head there now and we speak to a man that uh, we talk football uh, to when we were uh, in uh, Russia, of course. Um, I, read a, I read a fine book on the world of Russian football. It was uh, uh, very useful to me throughout the uh, tournament, I must say, in our time over there. Mark Bennett joins us. Hi, Mark. Hi. Football Dynamo, the book's called. Hi, and I'm in Moscow, not Siberia. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, you're back. The um, I was often wondering, I just wondering, any plans on an update, Mark? Because it's all Russian football, post-World Cup. I, I don't know if it's a very different landscape or not, but so much had happened in the sort of 10 years since you wrote that book. And the World Cup wouldn't be a bad place to pick it. I'm not, I'm not trying to create work for you, but I think it, it has changed a lot since you wrote that book. Yeah, I guess it has. Um, no plans at the moment, but um, maybe come to it in the future. Okay, okay. so we get a publisher. Well, I've got a, I've got a footage of the slapping championships, and it, it looks pretty violent. I mean, oh, how, yeah. How did you discover that this was going on? Um, it was all over the Russian media. Really, I didn't have to oh, discover really? it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It was, um, um, in the winner is uh, Vasily Kamotsky, who's a 20 stone, 20, weighs 26 stone, he's um, a 28-year-old farmer, and he basically slapped his opponents into submission. And the, the rules of the game are you basically, as it sounds, two guys stand front of, opposite each other, uh, separated by basically a tall box, and just um, slap each other with their bare hands until one of them either collapses or gives in. <laughs> Who, um, is it alternative, or are they, it's not random slapping, is it? It's, it's they, one they after the other. They take turns, but you're not allowed to dodge. You're not allowed to dodge the blow. Oh no! Oh, of course, yeah. So you, you be, have yeah. to. You have to. A bit as slapsies, of course. It's a. It's a, a kind of a, a fairly violent playground game that would normally get you detention, wouldn't it? Back in the day, uh, or worse. Yeah. But it's. A, it's really an extension of that. Whose brainchild was? This? Is it sponsored by somebody, or who, who came up with the idea? Um, it was part of a larger kind of um, power sports event that was held in, in Siberia. Right. Uh, I've noticed uh, that uh, when the contest- contestants slap each other, it seems to be quite macho. It's sort of like, I, I don't really want to admit I'm hurt. So one bloke absolutely clocks the other guy and he just sort of smiles at him, just right in his face well, like that. Yeah, that was in a lot of cases. But, I mean, the winner, the, the, who was nicknamed the Dumpling, because he's the 26-stone guy, uh, he, he he wasn't even slapping people. I mean, there's, some, there's been some debates and some controversy in Russia about whether he was actually slapping people or if he was like cuffing them with the meaty kind of part of his palm. Right. So it seems like he was he was using like an open fist and hitting them with like the, the base of his palm, which isn't mm. really what I would slap. That's he was not a slap, slap. It's, Yeah, yeah, it's not a slap. And the jury's uh, out on it. I mean, some people uh, thought it was fantastic. We should do, one Russian newspaper said we should show this to NATO soldiers, uh, and, yeah, a, yeah. and another said. Um, uh, this is a cruel backyard game. So, I mean, what's the what's the overall feeling? You think? 
um, I think that's basically lots. Um, some people think it's a bit, bit good fun. Some people think it's 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 um, insane. <laughs> yeah. President Putin loves sport. We know he's a great ice hockey player. He wins the league yeah. every good year. Good luck trying to slap him. In a, <laughs> yeah, you can imagine it. <laughs> basically, it's, yeah, the only thing is you're not allowed to slap me. Yeah, yeah. I think it may just yeah. delicately brush his face. Um, <laughs> There's going to be there's going to be the national championships in Moscow soon, but um, wow. yeah, they haven't decided the date yet. So uh, the dumpling. How long does each? Sorry, how long does each contest take? Is it like sumo? Is it all over quite quickly? Um, depends. I mean, yeah. not 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 not, not that long. I mean, it's one one guy um, after having seen the dumpling in action, he just gave in before before the first blow. He just said like, I'm not, I'm not being slapped in the face by him. He just, just said that's it. He he's through. I gave him a bye. So um, he kind of chickened out a little bit. Well, uh, it's, it's only a matter of time before we have the British championship. Oh, no, I've just seen the dumpling. He's this bloke with a beard. He's, oh, he's cheating. That's not it's, it's, it's kind of hitting with the base of the palm. Yeah, that's, that's a, oh, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, you've got to have an open hand. It's yeah. got to be the way of the open hand. Yeah, actually, the dumpling not... No one's prepared to kick him out, were they? Yeah, <laughs> no one was prepared to boot him out of the competition. That's yeah. it. Wrong. So he makes out... I've just seen... What a cheat. It's like crybaby Jim Brakes. What he does, he? he makes out with an open hand. He's sort of getting his aim... And then when he actually comes in, he, he closes his fist and just punches the bloke oh, in the face. For goodness sake. He's put me right off that. He's over some of the other guys as well. Yeah. Well, Mark, thank you. So we, so we never have to discuss this again in the <laughs> nicest possible way, but good to talk to you. Thanks very much. Thanks. There we are, Mark yeah. Bennett's there it's like in it's not Russia. like Russians to cheat at sport, is it? It's really? a bit harsh. And they could be right. But, uh, yeah, go and check it out. It's all over the, uh, the internet. And it's the world... No, it's not, actually. It's not, it's not harsh at all. It's 100% correct. It has been proven many times and, and denied uh, equally as many times. Not us, Gov. Big crowd in, isn't there? Yeah. Well, of course, it would be. So what are you going to do in Siberia on a Wednesday night? I mean, you're either going to watch Married at First Sight or you're going to go to the World Slapping Championships. Well, I go World Slapping Championships. Will you and the producer be now doing drawings of famous people slapping each other for the next two hours? That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, that's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be like... I know what will happen Do you want I... your canvas back? If I... Yeah, he's coming, Look, he's coming in so he can carry on with his... Honestly, what a business this is. If I do bring in plasticine, though, I can see it turning into a version of sort of Aldman animations. You'll be doing sort of stop frame stuff, that's won't you? You'll be sitting idea. there and putting films out. Now, uh, earlier on in the show... Do you know, now I've not heard this back here, but now and again, we were chatting to Nick Hancock, finished our chat, mm. and you, sometimes you get that extra layer of skin over your voice box that forms. Yeah, you that did, turns yeah. us. It's a, it's a John Majoritis that you sometimes <laughs> it is, get. Yeah, I know John's got that. I did it. I did it earlier on. Yeah, and I've not heard. You want to hear it again? Yeah, go. On. This is what happened. There Brilliant. we are. Thanks, Nick. Nick Hancock. There is um, new play, <laughs> the fast octopus. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I quite like it. It's for job, you know. <laughs> well, it is, it's almost that, isn't it? It's it almost is, uh, really. Sean Dyche. It's your job, by the way. Yeah, by the way, not you know. It, it's I don't all know right, why yeah. I Great. The one catchphrase you got to remember. <laughs> Fantastic. That, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't get Joan Whitfield doing well, that. Something great. like that. Even Joan Whitfield. No, who's Joan Whitfield? <laughs> June. Whitfield. I see. I know Terry Scott. We've done Terry and June in the first half. Terry and Joan. Terry and Joan. Of course. Okay. Uh, anything else, a, Andy, you want to tell yes. me about? On a modern level, though, oh, I was yeah. looking at Cardi B today. There was a, she was stuff about her in the paper. I was thinking, he could be Cardi J, our producer, if we wanted to give him a more, you know, sort of like, maybe Caddy J, really, which doesn't quite work. Anyway, yeah. uh, Mancad, <laughs> Vino Mancad, Mancard. the cricketer. 
<laughs> That's what she was doing. I mean, if you really, if, if Cardi, uh, Cardi's been very upfront about stuff she got yeah. to in her youth. That's right. And she was man-carding people effectively, wasn't <laughs> she? She was. It's actually, yeah. he's been getting a, it's not fair actually, the the sort of press he's been getting. Because he was, A, it was a wonderful cricketer. Who, Mancan? Man the man who gave his name. And not when Cardi, he did it. Cardi B's a wonderful cricketer. <laughs> no, she isn't. She, she should play club cricket. I think she does. She's, she yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She, opening the bowling with Monty. Yeah. Uh, Mancad ran out Bill Brown, the Australian batsman, twice in this way during 1947-48. Hmm. The first time in a state game, this is the Times this morning, Michael Atherton's column, he said uh, that his father regretted it and wished it never happened. But he basically had told the uh, repeated warnings he'd given to Brown and he hmm. just ignored it. So it's a bit unfair that the whole thing's named after I think the thing should be called an Ashwin from now on because his was completely different. And his will bring about a change in the rules. Do you see the footage of the, the next IPL game, of course? And uh, oh, Ashwin's yeah. about halfway down the wicket. Yeah. And oh, what a shame he went for 47 off four, four overs. Yeah. Yeah. So, karma, is that what you're saying, Andy? Well, it is really. It was, it was poor. Did you know this? Did you know that. There's a cricketer I like, so it's disappointing. Did you know that Golden Boot is now being sponsored? Did mm -hmm. you know this? It is now the Golden Boot Award, is now the Cadbury Golden Boot. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, what about that? Well, that's incredible. Well, well who, done to who them. Who knew? I didn't know that. Well, there we are. So uh, look out for that. Uh, all the free chocolate that uh, the leading scorer can uh, shake a stick out, I would imagine, by the end of it. No, that's true. Now, the Guardian have done a thing where they've been rating the managers this season. Mm. Uh, you might want to know that Poch has, uh, is fifth. Out of, fifth. out of all the managers? Out of all the managers. What what's the criteria? Well, I think just how well they're doing with their teams. And uh, I think, obviously... Um, Pep Guardiola, I can't remember his name there. <laughs> you know, yeah. the bloke at Manchester, Pep Guardiola. He, I've got to be honest, considering yeah. the players at his disposal and the money he's spent, I can't see why he isn't first. He is first. What's, oh. No, I'm talking about Pochettino. Oh, Pochettino. Because he's punching stupidly oh, above his weight in a way that, that Klopp and, and others aren't. Yeah, that's true, actually. Not yeah. bought any players. Didn't start off with a base of players as good as either a City or Liverpool. That's Non I nearly said the wrong word then. That's nonsense. <laughs> That's nonsense. Seriously. What, if the criteria, well, what's the point of saying he's the fifth best manager when you don't have criteria that takes that sort of thing? Yeah, I think, I think... Who Klopp came it, up with that? Uh, somebody in The Guardian. Oh, well, he's wrong. Or he's, she's wrong. He's, they're writing about Maurizio Sarri, though. I think they're quite right. They say He comes 12th. Okay. But they say 12th place is generous, really, for a manager who's been publicly castigated by his own fans, humiliated in the cup final by his own goalkeeper... He's looked out of place for most of the season. And it's going to be fascinating on Sunday, about 1 yeah. o'clock, 1.05. You're going to see... Well, I know what you're going to see. You're going to see him pick that same rubbish team that he's picked all season and he just ignore the players he should play. Oh, he may shock you. He anyway. Won't, he won't shock you. We're in He'll do exactly what he's done before because that's what he does. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. It's uh, quite... Stuff that's going on the, in League One at the moment, we often talk about the Championship being a tough league. There are 13 teams involved in a relegation battle in League... 13 teams that could still go down yeah, in League One. That is one. incredible, isn't it? I mean, how many in the division? 24? Uh, yes, uh, yes. Uh, mm. that's, so Bradford, Wimbledon, Rochdale, Warsaw currently occupy the bottom four. Gillingham, 12, sit five points above the drop zone. So mm. there we are. And about eight games to go or something like that. Yeah, not yeah. very long mm. at all. Uh, and a bit of uh, sporting memorabilia that sounds a bit cheap to me. Oh, yeah. What Although it? It, it, it's not cheap in, in the scheme of things, but for what it is. It's the torch carried by Muhammad Ali 
in the 1996 uh, Atlanta Olympics. It's one of these kind of hmm. very sad, poignant, iconic moments from the history of sport when he when he was lighting the flame. Yeah. So How do you know it's that exactly one? Is there provenance? Well, I would imagine. I mean, I've, I've got a sort of 40-word piece from, from the Sun today, so I've mm. got none of that information. <laughs> if you're looking to buy it, Andy, take it up with the people that are selling it. <laughs> but I'm working on the basis they know it is the real one. Yeah. So what do you reckon it's going for? Uh, I would say <clears throat> 10000 yeah, okay, you've said it at that. I would have said it was a bit more than that, but it's seven and a half grand to £9,000. It's I, kind of an iconic okay. sporting I, I can, item. I can top that. The okay. Uruguayan mm. goalie, Enrique Ballesteros. Yeah. Uh, he was the uh, winner. It's his winner's medal from the first World Cup in 1930. Mm. It's going to go for 30 grand in the US. So there you go. Okay. Well, I can see that being mm. of interest, but don't you think, do you, do you, do you mm. think the torture, they've set the right price on it? Well, I'd say it's a reasonable price. <laughs> you know, I am some bloke from Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> I don't know. Well, very nice of you to bring that I in really this afternoon. Know you I haven't really seen I one really of these I really know you of Andy Jacobs from the Rock <laughs> Choir. Now, in case you missed that, Andy oh, is off to <clears throat> a Rock Choir. Rock Choir. <laughs> Regretting this. And he's not being forced to go. He's chosen to go. He has volunteered and said to his wife, let's join a Rock Choir. <laughs> well, I knew it was International Week, and I thought, I'll get a couple of minutes out of it, whatever. So you've happens. only done it for the material. Well, that's very true. I live my life like that so I'm dedicated <laughs> to my art um, I just you should take Perry Groves he can't stop singing I know Come on, I listen on a Friday I mean he's, Perry he's, loves he's singing con con it's like his life's a musical mm. but I'd say Perry's a better singer than he's he is actor La La Land <laughs> he just can't stop singing yeah he's take, not too bad he can hold a tune take Perry along with you okay I will yeah I think that might Me, be quite good Perry and my wife yeah that's that, 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 great that, that, she knows Perry she knows him see a lot cricket. of the listeners want well. me to do it as Roy Hodgson which well is they were thinking that wouldn't be right you can't turn up to rock choir Doing Don't Stop Me Now. As a, so you uh, just to try your voice from earlier. Yeah. <laughs> don't stop. You said, um, now yeah. you mentioned earlier on that yeah. you think Don't Stop Me Now by Queen will be one of the songs you've I've been told it is one of the songs. Yeah. So they asked you to familiarise yourself with it. Well, because you were just playing it on, on your laptop <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like you'd never heard it before, <laughs> which is not a good start, is it? I think they, there's really. a certain amount of assumed knowledge that if you join a rock choir, you may have a, a, a passing well, you knowledge. Know, I of do rock. know because I saw the film, the Freddie Mercury. Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have a sort of, a, you know, a renewed admiration. Well, why was you giving the computer a thousand yard stare when it was playing? <laughs> it was with? just the first part, the bit that you have to well, start. No one's, asked, no one's expecting you to go there and sing solo, are they? Although it'd be yeah. hilarious if they did. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Okay, let's have a, let's just, um, look, we might, this won't go on for too long because the last thing on here is Andy singing for too long. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't be doing all that all night. Don't do the Bob Fleming. They're going to kick you out before you even get there. Can't have that. You know, slow How passage. Does it start? That's slow the passage thing. of Bohemian I've Rhapsody. I've got the words here. It says, tonight, I'm going to have myself a real good time. What's the first line? How does it go? Okay, look, listen. This, do you want to, do you want to, yeah. is, is it coming in at the top? Okay, so this, join in with Fred then. Okay. Um, it, it, but it, there's no counting, so let him say <laughs> tonight. tonight. Okay, no, no, let him oh, say. Cool, that didn't sound good. <laughs> that flat as old Harry, that was. <laughs> was oh, good, was man. Yeah, got, who's the teacher tonight? <laughs> it better be good. Yeah, well, yeah. Better be an alchemist. <laughs> it's true, really. Yeah. Okay, um, I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm a bit embarrassed for him, but we won't make this go on for too long. But here we go then. This is Andy. Uh, trying out for the no rock practice, choir. no rehearsal. This is straight off. Okay, okay, here we go. Right tonight, <laughs> gonna have myself a good time. I feel alive, and the world I'll turn it inside out. Yeah, I'm floating around in ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> 
it there, Andy. Th- thanks for coming, mate. This is the bit I could do. Uh, no, it's not, because you're completely in the wrong part of the song. You were floating around in ecstasy when you should have been having a good time. Here we go. Don't. Don't. Shooting star leaping through the sky, Andy. Is it? Where is it? Like a tiger. Defying oh, yeah. the God. laws of gravity. Yeah, yes, don't see it. Like, I'm not telling you about it. Sing it. I'm a racing car passing by. You can't do it as John. Like Lady Godiver. Gonna go, go, go. There's no stopping me. Now that'll do. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> I agree. You're embarrassing My yourself. family. As a representative I've let everybody of the down. No, it's I can do a T20 birthday spread for you. No, so you will report tomorrow. Because I think they'll, yeah. they'll cut you some slack. They'll, you'll be in with a body of people. Well, I'll be at the a, back. You'll be at the back and they'll kind of cover... Yeah, apparently, uh, the trouble is it's week nine. We're joining in week nine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good time. They're going to be oh, really good. Right have, you the told, whole idea. have you told them you're kind of at week nine level? <laughs> I haven't said anything. Oh, well, look, you know, I'll give it a go. Enjoy it. I, I, I hope I've not put you off. <laughs> <laughs> you're not filled me with confidence. <laughs> well, really, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I know, I'm not I, sure I, I myself, I could really. be wrong. You, you could be front and centre. We might see you in, in the, <laughs> at the Albert Hall. That's unlikely, Probably on the undercar boxing somebody. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I've got, so this is the birthday spread. I've got to yes. guess the age of someone. Pele, yeah? Oh, Pele can sing. Oh, yeah, can, yeah. He it's made a very, album. very happy birthday to the president of the... I should give you a spread. Oh, yeah, go It's the president of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte. What? He loves his racing. <laughs> well, he? he does. We always meet at Aintree, actually, for a bet on the uh, the big race. Half an hour before three o'clock, yes. De Duterte. De Duterte, yeah, of That's course. That's him, yeah. Um, Rodrigo Duterte. I'll many, give you five out. Uh, how many? Five out, OK. Yeah. President of the Philippines. Um, <clears throat> uh, what is he? He's about sort of uh, 70... No, 66. 66. He's gone with your first thought, oh, really. Yeah. He was he's 74. Okay, 74. Mm-hmm. And how many years did I have? Five, so oh, well, that's, uh, that's the end of that, then. So, n- not a Please joke, make yeah. it stop, says David Dewsnip. <laughs> well, well, we Pele. did. No, no, uh, don't stop me now. If I had a name uh, like David Dewsnip, I wouldn't say anything. Sir <laughs> 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 Michael Parkinson. Yeah. What it's his him? birthday today. Is Happy really? birthday. Happy He's birthday 84. Parkinson. Yeah. Yes, it'd be good to see him again. He said he was working on something else, wasn't mm. he? So uh, he, he continues writing fine books, so hopefully we'll catch up with him soon. Okay, good. I'm not likely to be in one of his musical evenings. Uh, and uh, Dan, Dan said there was a touch of the Tom Waits about it. Could, maybe we could bring that quality to it. They might do They might do a Tom Waits song, week nine. They've moved on to Tom Waits. I'd be happy if they did. I could yeah, do that. You'd be all right, wouldn't you? So, oh, yeah. well, um, a version of New Coat of Paint. Sensational. I don't know if, don't know if um, uh, Dance is looking for uh, a vocalist for Leather and Lace. Uh, is, is, I think it's is the name of his band. Yeah, he, we, yeah, they go out and they play, they play. It's right up your street, Andy. It's rock classics as an area of music well, that you Dance know. Dance is you know, very talented. He so is, I'm sure but they've got enjoyable. a fine female vocalist. I've seen their video. She's very good, but you can stand at the back. All right. Good. Okay. Well, well, you, so we get the full report tomorrow. Full report tomorrow. Fantastic. Should be good. Yeah. So don't, yeah, don't miss that. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. Thanks for joining us. We return tomorrow at 4, and uh, we'll have the clips of the week, Martin Kellner and all that. Tune in then. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, 
you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.